Hey guys, it's Safa and Tavares. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Hope everybody's doing good. Welcome back to our podcast. Uh, I feel like it's been a while since I've been on here with Tavares. You think? So um, we're we're quarantined right now. So this is why <laughs> this is why this is happening. I really do hope everyone is um, safe. In light of everything that's going on out there, um, you know, of course, take the necessary precautions you need to. But remember that God has not given us a spirit of fear still. So Amen. and God is a keeper. So and uh, that the Bible says that he has not given us a spirit of fear in Second Timothy 1 7. But and the, also don't be foolish. God gave us boldness, but that doesn't mean just do whatever you want. Right. He also gave us wisdom. I know I went to church yesterday. Um, <laughs> today's Monday <laughs> when I recorded. So I went to church, but I'm just saying, for the rest of y'all, please be wise in all the decisions that you're making. You know, protect one another. Let's stay safe. Right. And even though we went to church, um, of course, when we all didn't sit by each other, our church made sure that we were very, very uh, uh, distanced. Yeah. Um, I did sit by Tavares and Zion, but there was no one in front of us in the row in front of us, no one behind us. They kind of just kind of spaced everybody out, but yeah, man, don't be passing around that Rona. Yeah, so y'all, y'all remain safe. I'm praying that this all blows blows over soon, and everything will be back to normal. Alrighty, so but today we'll be talking to you all as you as the title shows you already about whether or not you should be going back to an ex. I guess something you should be looking out for, paying attention to, that'll be able to be the judge on if that's a smart decision or not. Um, you know, because we get asked that a lot and I don't think every relationship just needs to end just because just doesn't need to stay permanently, you know, over with because Alpha and I tried to talk in the past Mm -hmm. many years before, you know, we started dating again and no, we weren't like waiting around for one another, but at the same time, the issues that we realized wasn't going to work if it's resolved and, you know, so that showed the growth, but we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit. Babe, I'll let you start this off. Alrighty, so when you know you should stay away from uh, your ex and don't even think about going back is if they still aren't saved. For one, if you were saved before and you were dating someone unsaved, that should have never happened in the first place. I mean, sometimes people are, you know, unsaved and they start, then they get saved while, you know, while they're already in a relationship. Right, and that's fine. That I understand. But if Especially you're, like if you're married. No one is telling you to go divorce your spouse no. because you just got saved. This That's doesn't apply to you. Exactly. That's not God's plan. You know, right. but if you're, you know, a lot of people are in relationships and they start dating someone, then, you know, and then they, they start walking with God, you know, but so you're able to show that person truth. But at the same time, if you're a Christian and you're dating someone that's not saved, you're dating Flirt someone, who you know what I mean? Then that's when, you know, that's someone you should definitely stay away from. You know, because the Bible tells us that we should we should not be equally yoked together with un- unbelievers. Mm-hmm. You know, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion have light with darkness. That's 2 Corinthians 6.14. And it goes on to say um, that we should come out from among them and be separate. You know, then God will receive us. You know, so God makes it clear that he's not. He's not on board with you dating someone who doesn't believe like you. God's right. not on board with someone you believe you need Jesus to be saved and they believe they need Buddha or they need Allah or whatever the case is. God is not on board with these relationships. And even if they're not religious in any way, you know, they're just atheists or, you know, they're just they're just chilling, basically. Mm-hmm. God is still not on board with that. And we yeah. we should not be making excuses for dating someone, you know, who isn't living for God or dating someone who doesn't 
want to live for God or is not showing that interest for themselves. Right. If they aren't aiming to please God with their actions, then you shouldn't be trying to get back together with them either. Yeah. So and so the previously we were talking about unsaved people, but now that's really if you're dating someone that is in church. And I say that because there's a lot of people that's in church that's not really in the kingdom. You know, those people that just go to church, do whatever they want. Right. They don't really obey the scriptures. You know, they may have a suit and tie or she may have a, a skirt touching the floor. But that doesn't mean they're actually following anything that the word of God says. You know, so when it comes to those type of people, you have to pay attention to it. You know, if they're not, if if the word of God says to flee youthful lust and they're going after perversion, God is not sending them to you or God is not sending you to someone else. And, you know, you won't, you know, try to please God with your actions, you know. So if you guys were like having sex in your relationship before or, or you were whatever it was you're struggling with, but I'll keep it that way because we understand where a lot of relationships struggle. You know, if you guys are having sex in the past, don't think you need to be running back to that person because if you're having sex in the past, you're going to keep having sex. Right. Like, don't be fooled just because, you know, the person told you we'll get married this time or because the person told you God will forgive. Like, you shouldn't be going back to these relationships that are cause you to stumble, you know? So if it wasn't equally yoked before, then it's not going to be equally yoked now. Right. Not in just the context of sex, as Tavares mentioned before, but just in your your general lifestyle, the way they talk, the way they walk, um, just the way they treat other people, um, you know, their habits. Is, even if, you know, going to church, the Bible says that we shouldn't have forsake the assemblies of our coming together. So if they're not going to church with you before and you get together, chances of them going, if, you know, you don't see that lifestyle changes, they're, they're probably not going to go. So just in general um, and not not just, you know, in this in the sinful uh, lustful ways. Um, yeah. And that's also, you know, if you miss the person, because a lot of times people get back into relationships because they miss what's familiar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter really how dysfunctional their relationship was. They just missed that guy or that girl that was always there for them. You know, so you have to pay attention to, you know, the type of person that you're dealing with, because just because you miss someone doesn't mean God is sending you back to them. Just because your emotions are there or you guys had history, you know, doesn't mean God wants you with them still. You know, so you have to pay attention to that. And I say it because a lot of people, you know, they'll tell you what they want you to hear. But that doesn't mean they're trying to please God right. or they'll, you know, if you want them to go to church, they'll go to church. But that doesn't mean they actually know God for themselves or they're spending time with God for themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially during this, you know, the season with the coronavirus going on, everybody's on quarantine and what, what happens when everybody's on quarantine? Everyone is bored. You know, now that you're bored, you have so much free time. Right. And now you're stalking your ex's page. You want to talk to them. You're finally responding to their text messages or whatever it is. And now I don't mind. It's the devil's playground. Exactly. I heard that. I heard that growing up my whole life. And while that's not a Bible verse, the Bible shows us that's what happens all the time when, mm -hmm. you know, we're just not, you know, pursuing the things of God. We end up, you know, going after things of the flesh. You know, so even if you miss that person or even if you're bored, that does not mean go back to that relationship, you know, but. Right. I fill that space with things of God until God sends you the person you should be with. Right. So, I mean, especially in a time like this, like Tavares mentioned, a lot of us are being quarantined. And even now, like, uh, you know, try try your hardest not to get caught up in the, you know, going back to the ex. Spend time with God. And, and what you'll realize is that you'll have no desire to have time for nothing, yeah. for anything else. Um, I think a lot of people are going back because they're not healed either. Yeah. They just broke up. 
you know, they didn't resolve anything. They didn't, and some of them don't even realize why they needed to break up, you know, so, or they never really registered. Like I had a friend, she mentioned, you know, God said, you know, to end the relationship right there. And I was just like, wow, you know, well, I don't know why you're telling me, you know, if God tells you to do something, I don't know if she would expect that advice, but it was just like, well, that's pretty brave that you did that, you know, because you guys are in a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we didn't speak for a while. And then the next message I got was, don't be mad. And I already knew what they were about to say. Yep. I'm talking to that guy again. And I didn't get mad because for one, <laughs> it's your life, whether you ruin it or not, you know, I'm just looking at it like, because I didn't know, I don't know any of the issues in the past. I don't know if they were in sin or anything, but if you tell me God said end a relationship, I assume God wanted you to end a relationship, you know? So when they got back with the person, I was just like, well, you know, if you felt God led you back, then, you know, that's cool. And they were still iffy. Like they were on the fence. They didn't really know. And I'm just like, so you never really spent time with God to know what was God trying to get you to do because mm-hmm. of breaking that. So maybe they were meant to get back together, but God never really said, now was that time to get back with them. God never said, I need to separate you so you can spend more time with me. Right. God never showed them anything. And that's an issue when, you know, we're just so hasty to go do something just because we're bored. Or we're just so hasty to do something because we miss them yeah. or how they made us feel. or. And I think another thing is, um, like, some people just get back together with old flings or exes because maybe they feel like especially in the church there's not enough guys out there not enough girls or um you're so limited to the amount of people that you can uh you know talk to because i mean not everybody's going to church especially guys um unfortunately i feel like there are more women in church than guys and so maybe you just Mm, feel like you don't have anybody else to talk to maybe there's no one else out there for you and i'm not saying that's the case but that's how you feel and so you revert back to familiarity which isn't a good thing um but it's you know it's something that at least you have someone there you know and and i and i know like especially in today's you know what's going on with today maybe you feel like the world's about to end so you might as well like <laughs> like you know it's not gonna hurt you like you just want to experience marriage or experience a relationship before god comes which is also not a good thing um because then you just act out of um emotions and your urges right. um so and I won't get too deep into that, but I I, I not because I don't want to really offend anyone, but is that's very foolish thinking, and I say that because a lot of times we don't understand that someone God will remove someone because they're not attached to our destiny. God will remove someone because they're hindering our purpose. They became an idol in our life, or God removes someone just because they He didn't send them there in the beginning. You started a relationship, and God is like, okay, I have to let the relationship end. And he'll allow it to end, you know, in a in a bad way, just so you don't feel the need to rush back, you know. So for us to to not seek God and say, "What are you trying to teach me?" Right. or "What are you trying to say?" then that ends up, you know, with us rushing back into the same relationship or into a relationship with the same type of person, right. you know, repeating the same cycle. So it doesn't matter if God removed you from a sinful relationship if you end up in another sinful one. No. That wasn't God's point to no. to have you bouncing around, you know, sinful relationships, you know. So. I think we need to take time to reflect a lot of times when we get out of relationships, you know, because it's so easy to be driven by, our, you know, our emotions and by our urges. But ultimately, you know, our goal is heaven. Our goal is to have a deeper relationship with Jesus and our goal is to please him. 
And we're not going to do that if we're connected to people that are pulling us away or people that distract us spiritually. All right. And I always go back to the goal of relationships in general is to please God. If you yeah. can't grow with this person um, because you're not walking in the same direction, because yeah. the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? Mm-hmm. If you if you're if you cannot walk in the same direction, you can't you can't please God. That's yeah. what marriage is for. And if we are aiming for marriage and the relationships that we create, mm-hmm. um, then I mean, there's no point to it. Yeah, another point we want to... Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. To jump into, I'll say this. If you don't see any growth or change behavior, you know, that caused the breakup, there's no reason for you to go back. And I'll use a perfect example. Um, I mean, maybe some of you are actually in this type of relationship right now. I'll say a different you know, a few. So it's not just focused on lust or sex. But if you're with someone that's driven by lust, you know, you need to end that relationship, period. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse. If you're dating someone that's driven by lust, the relationship needs to be ended, you know, because they need to work on that. But my issue is if they're driven by lust and you go back to them, but they're still following the, the pornographic accounts, they're still watching pornography, they're still listening to the music that's enticing their sexual nature, they're still doing all of these things, then what's going to change when you go back? They're going to repeat the same cycle. They're going to pull you back into sin. There is always going to end up being the same thing. You know, so if you don't see any change behavior when it's regards to lust, then you know what I mean? Then you're setting yourself up for failure. You know, did they set boundaries to not fall back into that sin or to lead you back into that sin? You know, was it something missing, you know, that you deserved or was it the way that they treated you? What What is it that, you know, if, if you saw something that was just a major issue, and I want to say a major issue because I believe lust is what's destroying a lot of churches, you know, because the devil knows that, you know, he can't stop what God is doing, but he knows he can distract the members, you know, so if he gets the sister to start watching lustful things, then eventually her thoughts are going to be lustful, and if her thoughts are lustful, she's going to start speaking lustful, and if the way she speaks is lustful, her her relationship is going to be lustful, and it's the same thing with the men. If he's entertaining stuff that's nonsense, He's going to eventually start thinking about nonsense and leading his relationships down that wrong path, you know, but I know there's more ways, you know, than than lust that, yeah. you know, that needs to be addressed. Even like, especially like in the way they treat you, are they yeah. abusive? Um, are their words still harsh? Maybe they, they the way they spoke to you before was a little bit blunt or a little bit harsh. Are they more gentle and loving now? Um, are they still aggressive or threatening to you? Because people can change, but if you allow abusive people into your life, then they'll continue to control and dominate you. If they're dominating you or if they're, you know, speaking abusively to you when you're in a relationship, it's not going to change when you get married. They're realizing once you get married, they realize they've gotten away with it this far. So if anything, it'll, it'll get worse. And people that are, I mean, obviously I didn't do the statistics, but we all know this is a fact. Someone that is verbally abusive can be physically abusive, you know, because they're so used to talking down on people they're so used to demanding their way that if you were to ever speak against them 
now you're dealing with someone that that's dealing with rage, mm-hmm. anger, all that, and then it may end up be becoming a physical, you know, a physically abusive marriage. And don't get me wrong, I know a lot of people like to think, oh, not in the house of God. You'd be surprised. You would be. There are a lot of men that are very disrespectful to their spouses, and there are a lot of women that are very disrespectful to their husbands. And that's the reason why the Bible mentions certain things that it mentions. It mentions that wife should submit because we know that a wife, you know, since the beginning of time, will try to usurp authority over him. You know, the Bible mentions that that in the very beginning in Genesis. And we know there are a lot of men that God had to correct and tell him to love your wife the way I love the church because God is no, he's not more patient with anything than, you know, with us, you know, with his children. And he's telling men to be patient with your wife. So even if your wife does something that offends you, you should learn to be patient with her, you know? So, and not just that, but are they lazy? You know what I mean? Like my, my, (laughs) the pastor, (laughs) The pastor at our church, man, he hates lazy people. <laughs> he doesn't hate them. He does not hate them. He just dislikes. He dislikes. He their, strongly dislikes the fact lazy that they're people. lazy, right? And it's not that it's not a matter of him not liking lazy people, but it's the fact that he's just like, what are you doing with your life? Like, are, you know, there's so much to do for there's God. So there's much so much to, to do. Th- like, you're yeah. not working. All right, so you can't find a job. Okay, we understand you're having a hard time. And then he'll say, all right, so how many Bible studies are you teaching? You know, you don't, you don't have a job. Are you teaching home Bible studies? Are you doing studies? something for are God? Are you doing something for God? Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, are we just going to be on social media forever? You know, so you have to pay attention to are you in a relationship with someone that's just straight up lazy? They're not doing anything. They're not progressing. You know, so if they weren't working, you know, when you guys weren't, you know, when you guys were dating in the past, why are you going back to them and they're still not working now? You right. know, if they're not. If they weren't trying to be passionate about their calling, they weren't trying to be passionate in the about house of anything. God. Well, let alone <laughs> anything. You know what I mean? Yes, they, oh, you know they have potential. You know he could be a, a, a powerful person business-wise or mm-hmm. she can. She has so much potential. She sitting can be, on the potential. And they're just though. doing nothing and you're going to go back to them? Listen, when you're married with three kids and you're at work, they're going to be home chilling because they've known that you allowed them to chill forever. You know what I mean? You can't be in a relationship whereas the person doesn't see the need to work or they mm-hmm. don't see the need to do anything. I mean, school isn't for everyone, but fam, a job is for all of us. Like, <laughs> we all need to do something. Like, Maybe you won't do a typical nine to five, but you need a job. If, right. Guys, if you're pursuing a woman, and, get a job. And, um, you know, Tavares did say, you know, a job is for everyone. And I, I know some people will beg to differ because, um, you know, technically women women in the bible they didn't really have nine to five it was the, the men that that worked yeah, and i know yeah. some you know but, but my thing is Tavares never told me that i had to go back to work yeah he never said that i need you to work i need you to do this he was willing to be the breadwinner for this family i chose to go back to work i was willing to do something mm-hmm. i didn't just want to sit down at home on instagram I had an amb- ambition to, you know, finish school or do something. Let me cut let me cut you off really fast. That's not to say any of you stay at home wives or stay at home moms are lazy. No, because that's a job bums. in itself. That listen, I, I, had, I, I was I had, there. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stay home with my toddler and let me tell you, I know it's a lot of work. I know what you all are doing mm-hmm. is a lot of work. But I would say in that case, like say you're married and um so Safa is the one that went back to work full time. I went back to school full time because the military pays me and then I'm doing more so, more stuff ministry wise, you know, as well. So to make sure there's multiple streams of of, of income, mm-hmm. you know, but my thing is if Safa is the one, you know, doing all that nonsense and then she comes home and I don't cook for her because in my head, a woman should be cooking, then right. I'm being a lazy bum. I don't care how any of you want to word it to make your spouse look nice, but... 
it is unfair if whether you're a male or you're female, period, to be in a relationship with someone that expects you to do everything. Right. They expect you to do all the working. They expect you to do all the cooking. Right. They expect you to do all the cleaning. And they do they do the bare minimum. And exactly. That is and, not fair. And that's one thing I do appreciate about you. I uh-huh. I like and I, I know sappy moment, but <laughs> um, when I first started working, going back to work full time, like. I didn't expect to come. Tavares was home with Zion all day long. So it wasn't Lord like I mercy. expected to come home and the house was supposed to be like completely perfect. And, you know, dishes would be washed and, and, and dinner would be cooked. But I've been working for about four months now. And every single day that I've come home, I've had food on the table. He has cooked more than I have in the last four months because I'm <laughs> at work full time. Even when he was home with Zion. Yes, the house would look like there was a tornado that ripped through That here. wasn't because of me. Because we have a... We have a <laughs> A toddler um but i appreciated the fact that he didn't sit home and do just do nothing even yeah. though he's in school full time even though he's with zion half the time the dishes are washed the food is is cooked and i do appreciate that i do appreciate that and that is why i knew like i should give him a second chance because i realized that he 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 wanted to work you know he had an <laughs> ambition and he was working on it he wasn't just sitting there so. yeah when we were talking the first time we were both in college in a community college Broward community college down in florida and then when we got married i was in the military safa knew that was her golden ticket <laughs> she would have like i'm tired of working no like, that, like, let you, me go up here and oh, get married to this lie. military <laughs> <man>. <laughs> no and when so. tavaris um and i got married i really did want to you know finish school i i had plans of going into the medical field and all that stuff um but I do think a big thing for women is uh, we marry because, especially when you, I don't say because, but especially when you know you'll be secure, like for security. Women marry for love and and security. That's true. And so I knew Tavares was, I knew how I would be taken care of. So, yeah. Well, that was sweet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So enough of the sappiness. Let's get back to the episode before Safa makes me emotional. Um, I'll say when it's time to go back, there's a few things you need to pay attention to. Um, we mentioned before that if they weren't saved, there's no excuse for you going back. But now I believe that if the person is saved, I believe that's a great indicator that person is possible now. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying every person that you know believes in in Jesus or every person that's living for God is a potential spouse. No. That's not what I'm saying at all. There are a lot of people in church you need to stay away from. But I believe that you know if you had great chemistry with someone that wasn't saved and now you know God is working on their life and now you see growth, I believe that's a, a great you know a great candidate. Yeah. You know, you already know each other. But I don't think you should jump right back into a relationship oh, no. once they get saved because you got to think about it. They're like. Uh, I mean, I hear this term all the time growing up, a babe in Christ, because they're new to this. You need to see how they grow in their relationship with God, because they need they need to they you need to give them space to have that. You know, that's their right. That's their And you and once they grow in God, then you can you can consider being with them again. And that's important because a lot of times a new believer, you know, they're like a sponge, you know, just like babies. You know, they're consuming so much and. I've noticed a lot of people that were new believers, they started dating someone in the church, even people that they thought was spiritual, like a pastor's kid or something. And then the relationship ends sour. The person leaves the church and they never go to church again. Not because they didn't love God, but because they, they... equate that person in church. They, they think everybody in church is spiritual. They think everybody in church should just love me and treat me right all the time. So if someone in church hurts them while they're still learning that, you know, 
Christianity isn't always easy yeah. or people aren't always lovable, then it's so easy for them to, to push that hatred on God yeah. or to push that hurt on God and make it seem like, well, God, you let me date them. So why would you let me date this person? You knew they would hurt me. Right. You know, so I feel like that's something you really that was a good point that yeah. you brought up. I think it all comes with maturity in mm-hmm. Christ. The, the, a person who thinks like that, I mean, as. I mean, they might be a mature person, you know, uh, mentally, but spiritually, they're not spiritually mature because, you know, one little thing happens. And I'm not saying that's that, you know, it could be little, it could be big, but something happens with a person in church and you you're quick to, you know, leave God completely, not even go to another church. Yeah. And so that's why it's best to wait, wait, let them grow in God and let them, you know, develop that relationship. My mom always told me once you she always told me to um, basically Find a man that loves God more than he loves you. Then mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. You don't have to worry about him, you know, because he's always going to seek to please God. Yeah. He, you need to allow that person to get to that point. Exactly. And that's not saying church people won't make mistakes because we're still humans of at course. the end of the day. But at the same time, you need to make sure that the person has a strong foundation because They'll when always times, come back. exactly, when times get rough, you want your spouse going to God instead of to another person. Right. You know what I mean? So that's definitely important, you know, because... If someone is not serving Jesus with you, then you shouldn't. You just shouldn't waste your time. Period. Yeah. I don't think we need to make any exceptions. Safa alluded to the verse earlier, Amos three and three. Can two walk together except they be agreed? You know, you have to be in agreement with your your spouse spiritually. So if you want to be in a godly marriage, you have to be in a godly relationship first. And if you want to be in a godly relationship first, you need to know what that person believes. You need to make sure you guys are going to have the same firm foundation, mm-hmm. because if you're you guys have kids and one spouse is telling them you don't have to go to church and next spouse is telling them well we do need to go to church now the children are going up wishy-washy or one spouse says go get baptized one says you don't need to then the children are wondering do i ever need to you know what i mean you want to be on one accord when right. it comes to the spiritual things in your household in the future and it, that's only going to happen if you both are are saved and you both are bible believers and you're both in agreement you don't have to see everything eye to eye you never will i don't think south and i will ever see Every single thing eye to eye. But at the same time, we need to have the same type of spiritual foundation so that we're able to serve God properly. And we're not able, we're not going to be fighting over, oh, you don't want to go to church or I want to go to church or things along that nature. Right. And Zan will grow up to see that we are on one accord. So he won't yeah, be confused. Exactly. And then it's up to your child, the decision, the, the path that they decide to take. But at least you know that you showed them the right way. Right. You know that you guys did a, right. a great example. Alrighty. And another reason or another, you know, uh, possible thing that you should look at to to know whether you would go back to a relationship or can go back to a relationship is the thing that you broke up over or whatever specific reason uh, that was or those were, um, have they been resolved? Are the issues addressed, resolved? And if they won't come back, um, then, you know, that's that's a good sign that, you know, maybe that maybe you can yeah. have a relationship with this person again. And I'm not saying they won't come back because let's say someone struggled with, um, I don't know, pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, they've been living for God for how many years? You know, you've been with this person, you know, you were together a while back and two, three years later, you've realized, you realize, you know, that's something they aren't struggling with anymore. That's not to say, you know, uh, even if you guys get married, um, you know, over time, things 
can potentially, if we're not careful, draw our attention away. Lust can draw us away from God. And I'm not saying that, you know, it won't come back. I don't want people to get false hope because then you start looking at people as God and people are people are human. We make mistakes. Yeah. Um, but if it, if they really believe in their heart, if this person that you're with, whether they're mm-hmm. male or female, believes in their heart that I'm done, I've turned mm-hmm. away from this. That's, that's, that's the definition of repentance. If they have mentally turned away from this and you realize that that is something that they no longer struggle with, yeah. um, then I think it's a good sign that, you know, you can, you can think of a relationship with them. You can. Yeah. Safa mentioned the, the last part. And I, I want to say in regards to that, um, I think it's good good to know that they put certain boundaries in place, all right? So they struggle with lust, okay. Did they cut off p- pornography? Because a lot of people are saying they struggle, but they won't cut certain things off. So you're not struggling, you're giving into it. Did they cut that off? Did they cut off certain type of music or TV shows or movies? Did they cut off certain type of people they're following on social media? Because that's showing you that they're actually taking steps to not get led back down that path. Right. Not that they don't have issues or thoughts or it's just showing Boundaries. you that they're actually taking steps, you know, to guard themselves. Like one of my friends, you know, I won't say he was an alcoholic, but he does admit to, you know, struggling with alcohol prior to being saved. And now whenever he goes anywhere, if there's alcohol, he's either not going or he's the furthest person away from wherever the alcohol may be. And it's not that he he's putting himself in, you know, tempting situations when he does, because let's just say he went to a wedding or something. You know, somebody's going to probably have alcohol somewhere at a wedding. But it's the fact that he knows that was my issue. He knows that's what God freed me from. And it, it could probably still be an issue if he decides, let me just take one sip. You know that's what I mean? It. That's all it because takes. that's all it takes. Sin is never satisfied. We're always going to keep indulging in more and more. So if you see that you guys... Broke, you broke up with someone because you found out they had an alcohol problem or a drug problem, you know, because a lot of people think the only sins in church are fornication. And or a lot of times we don't look down on the fornicator, but we want to look down on the alcoholic or look down on a person with X, Y, Z sin, whatever it is. No, some people have some real issues that you probably will never hear about inside a church, you know. But if they shows that if they show you that they'll put the, the boundaries in place or they showed you. Oh, I cut off certain things. So I'm never tempted to get back into that situation. And that shows you that, you know that they're serious about their growth. And if someone is serious about their growth without you, that means they're seri- they're going to seriously um, take it. I'm I almost repeating myself. They're going to take it serious to grow with you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because now you see they're not doing it for you. You know, so if the person struggled with the lust, you know, while you guys were together and you're like, hey, I know we used to fornicate in the past, but now I'm trying to stop having sex before I get married and you had to break the relationship off. If they show you that they're breaking off every type of communication, they're not sending or asking for perverse images. They're not, you know, doing things or saying things that's putting you in tempting situations. It doesn't mean they're perfect. It means that they're setting an example. They're showing you I'm willing to change, you know, and that shows you the type of person that is good to be with at, after, you know, you've actually seen them and you, you don't just hear them say it. But you actually see them, you know, put those guardrails in place. Right. And I think the biggest reason to know when it's possible to go back to an ex is when God is the one leading you back, not your emotions. Yeah. I think that's number one. If God is leading you, then who cares? You know, yeah. like who cares if, you know, what other people think. And but I feel like you you you, you got to be careful there because I hear people say God is leading them back to something or someone. And I'm like, how would God be leading you back to something that's sinful? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think God's will is. I don't think God's will for your life is for you to be out of His will. Right. So at that point, you got to check where you're hearing that voice from. Yeah. Because I really don't believe it's from God. Yeah, and I think it's important because the Bible says, "Trust in the Lord with all thine heart; lean not to your own understanding." In all our ways, we should acknowledge God. 
you know, and then he'll direct our paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. And if God is saying that in every step you take, you should be acknowledging me. And I'm not saying you go to the grocery store, what type of cereal, Lord? Um, God, I'm going to stay right here for an answer in Jesus' name. I'm not saying something that's foolish. Well, I'm, if you do that, I'm sorry. I'm not calling you a fool. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying that's what God is implying. But God is saying in every aspect of your life, you know, I'm concerned about it. Yeah. You know, so the person you date, God is concerned about. The school you choose, God is concerned about. The, the people job. you follow, the mm-hmm. job, everything in your life, God really is concerned about. God cares about you. You know, his love is not just heaven or hell. Like he loves every part of you. God wants, you know, what's best for us. You know, we have to understand that. God is not going to lead us back to relationships that that were pulling us away from him. If that person was an idol, God is not sending you back to them. If that right. person was causing you to mm-hmm. sin, God does not want you back with them. If that if the, sometimes relationships just don't work out. You know what I mean? But if you know a relationship was sinful, then you have to you have to know when to to just say, "Yeah, this isn't for me." You know, that person is great. You know, we had some good times, but it just isn't for me. You know, I believe God's will, you know, brings peace and it doesn't bring confusion. Right. You know, so when it's when you're considering going back to an ex, you need to seek God for peace about it. Because if you're wrestling with it or you have doubts, then don't because yeah. God is not sending you doubts. You know, if you right. have to ask for specific signs or anything of that nature, then do so. God will open your eyes and sometimes God won't speak to you, but God will speak to your leadership which is why you need to pay attention to the, the the type of leadership or allowing your leadership to be involved in your personal life because your pastor sees something spiritually that you may and not they're see. They're there for guidance. God, exactly. They're your, sh- they're your shepherd for a reason. Or Sorry, yeah, your shepherd for a reason. Yeah, your so. spiritual um, brothers and sisters, they're not just there, you know, so you can guys can go to Top Golf or you girls can go get manicures together. They're there to pray for you and let right. you know, sis, you're tripping. Or bro, like... What are you doing? You've been dating this girl and you don't even go to church anymore. You've been dressing different. You've been acting different. If your friends aren't there to tell you when you're wrong, those aren't your friends. You know what I mean? So you need to pay attention to the peace that God's get that God is giving you. Because if you don't have peace, you shouldn't be going back with that person. You should wait on God. Wait on God to say yes or no. Right. And if God said no, don't force a yes. Don't keep trying to open that door or keep going back to someone just because you missed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Tobias and I broke up the first time, or I can't really say broke up because we were really it, it was, we weren't really dating. We were still getting to know each yeah, other. We were yeah. talking. It was for a few months, maybe um, maybe one or two months. It was probably two months, and we we basically stopped talking. We basically just remained friends after that. And it wasn't until I want to say yikes, five six years later, five maybe five four years five years later, yeah, um, you know Tobias and I. Uh, I or I considered the p- possibility of talking to him again, and I really felt that God was leading me back to you know a relationship with him. And the reason why I say that is because you know how Tavares just mentioned, if you need to ask God for a sign, ask God for a sign. I asked God for a sign, and I felt like He was just showing me in every aspect um, of our relationship that this is the person I should be with. Because to be honest, my emotions were leading me elsewhere. I wasn't so sure I wanted to be with Tavares because he was military, and <laughs> I was just like, that's just a that's just a road I'm I I'm not willing to take. I always said that I wouldn't want to be with someone in the military but i felt like everything was just leading me back to back to tavares even whoa he's so silly but even like (laughs) my pastor knew his pastor my pastor actually my my um dad was his pastor's mechanic um and i don't know every you know the way they spoke of him you know his pastor was just like you know 
that's that's Tavares, you know, that's Bubba. I don't you don't you shouldn't have anything to worry about. Like people would say that and even our mutual friends and even when it came down to the wedding, um, you know, I asked God for signs and everything just kept working out in our favor. Even though we weren't the richest people in the world, even though at the time I didn't have a job. Um, but things just kept being paid for. Um, from you know, I had a, like a little job, like a you know, a part time job. I wasn't even working maybe ten hours a week, maybe. Um, ten dollars an hour at that. Um, but I think it just kept being paid off the limo, my dress, the venue, uh, the photographer, the videographer. My and I was were just struggling, like, y'all. oh my gosh, this <laughs> has to be God. <laughs> Your pockets were struggling, but everything was taken care of to the point where we weren't in debt when we got married. Yeah. People paid, you know, some people, you know, spend years paying off their wedding. Yeah. And we had everything taken care of. God is good. And man. so I really believe that was a sign from God. God led me back to him. Yeah, and so like Tavares said, God's goal. will brings peace, not confusion. Yeah. So please, you know, if you're considering it, please understand we can't allow ourselves to be emotionally driven. You know, you have to be led by God's spirit. You have to be led by, you know, spiritual counseling. Amen. You have to be led by the word of God, not just your urges. Right. Because a lot of people are going back just because, say, let's admit it, it's the, it's the hormones. Your hormones are raging. You miss how they made you feel, whatever the case is. By the end of the day, just because, you know, you're horny, just because you're lonely, just because you're bored does not mean that's God's will for your life. Right. You know, so if you're struggling, you know, with singleness, this is the perfect time to spend time with God. But I won't dive too much into that because that's going to be in one of our future episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't waste your time being with with someone that uh, God doesn't have for you. Because I feel like all yeah. that time you waste, you, you're potentially missing out on the person that Agreed. that he does. Agreed. So that's good. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah, no, 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 that was good. But as always, guys, we're so thankful that you tuned in to the very end. And I'm going to say this because I have to say this every episode because some people don't do it. But if you are listening on Apple, please consider giving us a five star review. We're so thankful for all of you guys listening. Thank you, guys. We're on almost every single outlet, you know, and you guys are tuning in in almost every single country. So it's Mm -hmm. amazing, you know, the amount of people that are emailing us saying, you know, testimonials or, you know, telling us what happened or, you know, they listen to something that decide to end a relationship and they found a better one or people that are just saying, wow, my relationship, you know, really took a turn for the better. You know, so I'm thankful for that. Thank you, guys. And I'm going to try in my best to be more active on social media. She's quarantined for now, so. (laughs) I'm going to try my best Um, because I know some people uh, would rather talk to me than Tavares. I don't know. Maybe because I'm a female, especially the girls. Um, They want maybe a girl, a woman's perspective. Um, So I am definitely going to try my best to be more active on Godly Dating 101 as far as playing. the podcast and like Tavares said go ahead and 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 leave that five star and if you haven't before share it with a friend um because i'm still getting people that are tagging us and they don't follow us which means they're only finding this podcast because of you all you guys are telling your friends people are showing me that they're giving it to their co-workers and all those people in the neighborhood so i'm thankful for that and as always guys we love you all we appreciate you all love you guys keep sending in your suggestions and until next week Peace. Peace. Be safe, guys.